Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And I'm going to tell everybody who might be brand new to the program, when I was a 21-year-old reporter in Detroit, Michigan, my very first interview was with a fellow named Stanton Friedman. I saw a little clipping in the Detroit News that he was going to be speaking before a group uh, at Oakland University, and I told my news director, I want to go out there and interview this guy who's a you know nuclear physicist, expert in UFOs. And my news director said, I'm not paid for this. There's not going to be any overtime for this. You want to go out there and interview this guy, you do it on your own time. So I took my Sony tape recorder, out I went, interviewed Stanton Friedman, had a great interview, and I've known him ever since. Uh, then when I eventually matured and did my Nighthawk show in St. Louis, he was a guest. And then when I replaced Art on Coast to Coast, Stant was a, a staple of the program anyways, and we continued. And he's been at some live events with me. I think I'm going to be with you at Alien Fest the end of January up uh, near uh, Big Bear. And, uh, I think so. That's well, at least that's what the plans were. If super. The big bears don't get in the way, you know. <laughs> so, Stan, tell me, tell me, what's going on in the field of ufology these days? I mean, you were out there way in the beginning, telling people about UFOs, talking about the Benny and Barney Hill case. You've got books out. What's the latest based on your work, your research? Well, I think there's been a much wider acceptance. I think the biggest thing that's happened is we've come to realize that our vision of the world was uh, not quite right. When Frank Drake talked about uh, there might be aliens out there, he said there might be 8,000 places in the galaxy where they could be sending us signals. Well, the latest word, the galaxy, it looks like there's about 1.6 planets per star, not per galaxy, per star. And the, our galaxy, the Milky Way, has about 100 billion stars. Oh. So that means 160 billion planets. So they're all over the darn place. And, you know, that changes our picture. We used to think, oh, we're pretty special, you know. There's only a few civilizations around, and we're at the top of the heap. Well, we're all over the place. And that it changes our perception of how important we are. Of course, we're not the most important things around because we haven't been around very long. And it leaves plenty of room, in other words, for others. And we've come to realize that, you know, getting here from there is not quite the big deal we used to think it was. Uh, you know, progress comes from doing things differently. So the notion that, uh, you know, it's going to take uh, a very long time, many years to get between stars, and uh, there can't be much traipsing back and forth. Now we realize that with nuclear fusion, for example, uh, you can get between mm -hmm. stars. We also realize that uh, contrary uh, 1650, I guess, uh, Bishop Usher thought that the world was created in 4000 B.C., 
That's right. Well, can't be too many beings around, you know. Well, he was off a little bit. Four billion BC is more like yeah, just a little, just <laughs> no, a little. Uh, our naturally, we're not as important. I, I hate to say this to people, but we're not as important as we'd like to think we are in the larger scheme of things. The ultimate, you know, earthlings. Um, we're beginning to realize it's a busy place out there, and there should be no surprise that uh, people see others coming here uh, because apparently they seem to be all over the place now whether this is a result of spontaneous generation of life everywhere or migration colonization uh, maybe people are being exiled you know i used to get fun out of saying that uh, the earth was a planet that they put in incarcerated people you know like yeah like a prison all planet. The bad boys guys and brought them to earth <laughs> You never know the way they've been treating people. It's it's it's. Stan, you were one of the first, if not the first, to break the Roswell, New Mexico story nationwide. First, yes. And have yeah. you changed your thoughts and views at all about that case over the years, or are you pretty steadfast that what we've been talking about with you, especially, is still what it was? I, I think I, uh, it's aliens and visitors, and. As a matter of fact, we've expanded the notion. If I had tried to tell you uh, the first time I was on that, uh, well, we think there's 1.6 planets per star, so that gives you a huge number of planets, and, you know, they're probably coming here. Uh, I, I'd have been left at There's only a few thousand planets. You know, if there were life out there, we'd see it. And, mm-hmm. You know, they would make contact and land on the White House lawn and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, now I think uh, it, it's more like realizing that uh, North America has more than a few people on East Coast. It's jammed full of people all over the place, and we—that makes us less important than we'd like to think we are. And there are still people thinking that the world is only a few thousand years old. So what's the big? Or big or point? still flat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and so. Uh, most of us have learned that it's a more complex place than we thought it was, and we hate to admit it, but you know what? We're not the most advanced. And that shouldn't be surprising, again, because we know now, we measure the age of the planet and the stars and things like that, and, uh, hey, uh, we're not number uno. (laughs) No. And, And so... We, and you can tell that from another thing. Uh, the military budget on the planet's about a, a trillion dollars this year. Uh, so we haven't changed much, have we? No, uh, not at all. People don't get the goodies of our of their work. Uh, we take the leavings because we're stocking up on on ways to kill other people, and it seems I, I don't want to say that's human nature. Uh, but it appears to be close to what it is. And I'm not going to try to explain why or how, but uh, we know enough to say that uh, it's an awful lot of energy available to man in the universe. And you know, I've gone through the sequence of, uh, you know, uh, how long does it take to get someplace? How far is the nearest person and all, all this kind of stuff? And, gee, the, the universe is crowded. 
you know, it takes a while to get here and there. You don't grab, get on your bicycle and go to the next star system. <laughs> but we've learned uh, an awful lot about how what, what's going on in terms of energy creation. It's not just the stars. We know how the stars work. We used to, in the, in the 100 years ago, uh, stars are a mass of burning gas. Of course, what else could they be? Well, uh, they could be nuclear fusion going on, mm-hmm. which is an enormously greater source of energy and therefore a greater energy, uh, danger in energy. There's a good word. It's a great uh, word. <laughs> danger from all the effort going on out there. We still don't know whether our carelessness with how we act toward others, war is still a way of life in a lot of places. I'm so glad that we haven't had a nuclear holocaust, despite having the capability. We've been very fortunate. Very yeah, fortunate. I mean, there, and we know there are idiots out there on occasion. Uh, it's down here. Stan, <laughs> well, we, not a political we've lost some great supporters of ufology from the astronaut force. Uh, Gordon Cooper believed that he had seen something. Edgar Mitchell, uh, probably the best astronaut for us uh, to be a believer in, in that. Are we, with a yeah. new crop of astronauts, if there are any anymore, are we getting that kind of support anymore? You don't hear about it much. You don't, uh, no. Uh, on the other hand, I would say the great majority of people accept the notion that there's other life out there and that some of them might be coming here. And when you find out, how many planets there are. That came as a great shock to a lot of people. 1.6 planets per star? you got to be crazy. And that may be conservative. Well, yeah, sure. That, that, that may not be the maximum number, but it changes our perspective, or it should change our perspective about ourselves, and also the age of the system. You know, we're not talking about uh, life began a few thousand years ago. It's at least a few million years ago. And that makes a big difference in how important you are. If you're not the first or the second or the hundredth, you know, there's there's been a buildup of knowledge, uh, of awareness of what's going on out there. And, you know, I've had a long uh, slogan for a long time. Progress comes from doing things differently in an unpredictable way. And I'm waiting for the next step behind beyond nuclear fusion. But uh, there's a heck of a contrast between, you know, burning wood in a fire, burning coal, uh, to nuclear fission and nuclear fusion. And we, naturally, being the kind of earthlings we are, we know how to use a lot of energy for killing. Hey, that's what we're going to do. Collect a device, call, call them atom bombs, call them H bombs, etc. But we're also learning that we can make use of energy for uh, good, if you will. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a nuclear submarine that can go around the world underwater. It's kind of special. It sure is. One way of keeping the peace is your other guy doesn't know where you're at. And he doesn't dare to attack you because he knows you can respond back and you can't do anything about it. It's a big ocean out there. Awesome. Stan, so, what, what do you think 
about uh, the push for disclosure? Is it going to happen? You've got these new groups out doing their thing, and uh, I don't know. What do you think? I I am not convinced yet that it's going to happen soon, partly because one of the worst things on this planet is our inability to to decide on a course of action that's beneficial for the planet. Uh, talk about me too. Well, there's a lot of that on this planet. You know, I'm going to do what's good for me and not for you. And if it's at your expense, too bad. There's still plenty of that going on. The military budgets have maybe shrunk a little bit, but uh, we're still looking toward uh, strength, you know, the strong arm approach to getting things done. Uh, go in and land and proclaim yourself for the ruler. Why not? Uh, everybody else is doing it. We we haven't decided how to use the majority of the energy available for the benefit of mankind. Uh, we want power to take power to keep others from getting power. And we've got some lessons to learn. Uh, we teach our children but you can't always have what you want. As much as it might be nice for you, it may not be nice for some other people who uh, will do you in if you are trying to do them in. So it is fortunate that we haven't had a, a great war. Imagine the restraint, George. It's hard to imagine. You've had uh, H-bombs on the planet for a lot of years. Not one has been used against a society. So that, that's a sign of hope. Restraint. Gosh, I hope so. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.